You're listening to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Empowerment in business and life. Hi, and welcome to the Womanpreneur Podcast. I'm Amanda McEwen, and this is a lovely Melissa Motes over here. Hi. Uh, thanks for joining us. So we're back again. You're back again. We're know? all here together. It's another That's beautiful right. day. It is. So uh, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we want to talk about accountability. Accountability. And it's Ooh. something that applies to all areas of your life, yeah. your business. Accountability is key. Yeah. Sometimes that word can be a little scary. It is. Well, cause It's actually a lot scary. And what... What, what really is accountability? Just accountability is follow through mm-hmm. and it's saying, I'm going to do something and then actually, actually doing it. That's, that's the key part of it. It's, it's great yeah. to say that you're going to do something, to set an intention, to say, you know, get everything on paper, make a to-do list, whatever it is. That's, that's great. That's a very good first step. But the harder step usually is the follow through. It's the Mm -hmm. actually going out and doing the thing. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're trying to create or form a new habit. I think a new habit in exercise, a new habit in eating, a new habit in, um, you know, work related activities. I know for myself, uh, a recent story that I could definitely share in the last year that I'm super duper proud of, by the way, is I lost 35 pounds Mm -hmm. because I put on some weight. I had a pretty serious abdominal surgery after my, with my cervical cancer. Um, But I had a a pretty big incision. It was just the size of a bowling ball that they took out of you. It was no big deal. No big deal. (laughs) Bowling ball size. It's like, I can't even believe that that was happening inside my body. Like what? It's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. But so I had to have like a 17 inch, uh, vertical incision. 17 inch. Yeah, that was, that was something. Anyway, <laughs> and needless to say, I, it took me a while to heal from that. And, you know, everything that your body does is based on your core. Your mm-hmm. core controls everything. And let me tell you, I really got new, n- new uh, appreciation. I have new appreciation for what my core does for my body and uh, all of its movements and, and so forth. But That's why Pilates is so great. Right? <laughs> Pilates. On the core. Hashtag Pilates. <laughs> um, and that's one of the reasons I started going to Pilates was to, to strengthen my core and to get back into you know good shape. But my point is, um, I put on some weight during my healing, my recovery after I had that surgery because number one, I was more sedentary. I was kind of sitting around a lot. And then let's just be honest, when you're sitting around healing and you have the choice between carrot sticks or amazing ice cream, um, I don't know about you guys and gals. And- ice cream, always ice cream. Realistically, always ice cream. <laughs> I pretty much was like, it was comfort food and it tasted great, but man, did I put on some weight. But I was struggling with getting this weight off of me because, you know, I'd start eating better and, you know, I would start a little workout program or a little eating program and I just wasn't fully committed, you know, mm-hmm. and I kept kind of starting and stopping and starting and stopping. And I would lose like five pounds and then I would just kind of like go back to just kind of my bad eating habits or whatever. And I was being really inconsistent with exercising. So a friend of mine named Amanda, shout out to Amanda, another friend. I have another friend There's named another Amanda. another Amanda? Yes. 
And she's awesome too. She had joined a program and posted some pictures of herself on Instagram. I was super inspired by her before and after. Got a hold of her and she said, I joined an accountability group. And I was like, what will tell me about it? And she's like, it's, it's intense, it's serious, but it works. And I had kind of gotten to that point where I was just really frustrated, like the starting and stopping. And, you know, I realized what I needed was someone to hold me accountable. So Amanda connected me with um, the gals who were running the group. And basically the way this group went down was I had an accountability coach that I had to check in with every single day via text, like five or six times a day. I had to do an hour of cardio every day, six days a week, or seven days a week rather. Would have been nice if it was six, (laughs) let me tell you. But seven days a week, I had to do an hour of cardio, and then I had this really strict you know, eating eating that I had to follow, this this really um, particular menu. And I had to take pictures of my food and prove that I was eating what I said I was eating. And I had to check in at certain times throughout the day. That was a lot of work. And I had like deadlines. I had to turn in my lunch by two and my dinner by six and all this (laughs) stuff. And then I had to uh, take a picture of my weigh-in every single morning. And if it wasn't going down, they would know that something was Askew. And that was the word they used. Great word. She said the 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 head coach said, if your weight isn't going down daily, something is askew. And I was like, hmm, something like ice cream, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I was so dedicated Mm -hmm. to this program. And quite honestly, let me tell you the, the kicker. The kicker was. If you missed a meal, you missed a weigh-in, you broke any of the rules, they would kick you out of the group Mm -hmm. and keep your money. And let me tell you, it was a little bit of an investment. So I was like, this is hardcore. I was actually scared of these girls who were on the other end texting me. They were probably like 19 years old or something, (laughs) and they were just like you didn't send us your lunch picture. And I was like, "Ah, hold on, here it is. Here is my piece of lettuce. No, I'm just kidding. It was probably kale. Right, it was. But you know, what's funny about it is I realized that I needed someone to seriously hold me accountable to do that hour workout every day, to eat, you know, these certain meals at these certain times, but... After 70 days, I did it for 70 days with these gals, I lost about, well, I lost the 35 pounds and it, I developed all these new habits Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, this was amazing. Like I, I'm dedicated to my, my walk every day and I'm dedicated to my, you know, my new eating habits and I felt awesome. I felt great. And then the best part is it's been over a year now and I've kept all the weight off to the pound. To the pound. So, I like it. it's it's funny. Funny is not the right word, but it's important because a big part of anything is motivation. It's self motivation. It can be very yeah. difficult if you're self employed, if you have a family and a whole lot of obligations. Mm-hmm. All of these things, you sort of have to keep yourself motivated to do that thing that you're trying to do, whatever that goal is. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to do it by yourself sometimes. It's, yeah. you know, the 
reason I think all these accountability approaches have come around and are so successful is for that. It's you have that accountability buddy or whoever it is, it's a program or a friend or whatever it is. It's almost like you feel it's not just about you anymore. You don't want to let that other person down. And that can be motivating Mm because for whatever reason, people don't seem to worry about letting themselves down so much as disappointing somebody else. Because it becomes this thing where it's like, I think we let, we let ourselves off the hook too easy. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, it's okay. (laughs) We'll try harder tomorrow. It's fine. But if you are working with someone like an accountability partner in business or in your health or in your, you know, you know, your exercise or your diet or whatever it is. Um, I think it's important to pick wisely, pick, Mm -hmm. pick an accountability partner who is not going to let you slack. Someone who is not going to let you off the hook. It should be someone who scares you a little bit. Um, (laughs) I think, Uh, honestly, you know, like another person, another person that I reach out to and ask to hold me accountable for stuff sometimes is my big brother. Mm -hmm. And I say, Hey, I'm going to do this thing. You know, really stay on me, remind me, bug me, call me out, give me a hard time if I don't do X. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. you will. Yeah, it's because <laughs> you have to find those things, like what it is that if, if you can't do it yourself or you find that you're struggling to do it yourself, yeah. what is that thing that's going to motivate you to yeah. do it? Is it the fear of somebody else yelling at you or whatever that is? Is it going, like for you, you talk about, you know, exercise and all of that. For me, I can't work out at home. It sounds great in theory, you know, maybe buy a Pilates machine, set it up in the other room, Mm -hmm. you know, do stuff at home, maybe save myself some money. I won't do it. I will not, I will find anything else to do. I used to try, I had an online yoga subscription where it was just, you know, there were full, full length workouts. You could do it at home. I get bored. You know, I have an elliptical that I bought Oh, I don't know, 13 years ago, something like that. I've probably used 13 times in that time period. It's all folded up. It's in a corner. I can't move it because it's too heavy and I don't know anybody who can come take it away for me. Does anyone out there need an elliptical? (laughs) Amanda McEwen has a beautiful, gently used, really old. Very gently. It's probably not up to par with current technology. It probably doesn't have any It it has a a dock for an iPod, so there's that. (laughs) There's that. That's fancy. But the thing is, you know, and that happens. People always say, oh, you can find the best workout equipment used because people buy it and they never use it. Yeah. I am that type of person where I need to go to a place where it's on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Pilates, I book my classes in advance. If I don't show up, they charge me a cancellation fee yeah. and I don't want to pay $15. I'm cheap. So, yeah. you know, it, it's another little You are financially factor. responsible. Right. And I appreciate that they do that. Yeah. Um, With the exception that sometimes it encourages people to come because they're sick and then they don't want to lose their $15. So they show up anyway. I don't like that. Right. But it is that. Yeah. It's a it's a model that works because sometimes that little bit of that. I don't want to lose $15 is going to make somebody show up. Mm -hmm. Um, There could be different things like that. That's not financially driven, but it seems that the financial Financial, I said that funny. But why the financially financial, driven You put the accente on the wrong syllable. syllable. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's cool. But sometimes it's just having somebody else there. And I yeah. have a client that, that used to make me laugh because we'd be on the phone and he would go silent. 
And I was like, well, are, are you done? He's like, well, I, I need to do these things, but I need you to be on the phone with me. Like, well, uh, but what, what do you need me to do? He's like, I just need you to be there because if you're there, then I know you're there and then I'll do my work. Mm-hmm. It's like, so you want to pay me to sit on the phone with you? He said, yes. That's actually how my accountability packages that I offer for my coaching clients came about because sometimes there's distractions, there are all those different things. It's, it's very easy to lose focus. And so sometimes just having a, a person, uh, maybe it's a vendor, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, mm-hmm. whoever it is, but sometimes if that's what you need to focus is just to have somebody who's going to sort of point it out if you don't do it, Sometimes that's what motivates people. Mm-hmm. It's, I've found that I, I'm pretty self-motivated. I, you know, I always have been. Yeah. It's not something that I struggle with too much, mm-hmm. that being the key factor, too much. Right. But, you know, in the, you know I, to, I was telling you about the mastermind that I joined from my friend Danny. One of the things I love about it is she gives me homework. And so, you know, we have these calls every couple of weeks. And at the end, she sends me a list of things that I have to do. And I love that because I don't have to think about it. Yeah. I don't always want to do it, <coughs> but it's that, you know, I will, I will make sure those things get done because I know in a couple of weeks I'm going to have another call with her. And I don't want to say, mm, I didn't do it yeah. because I, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take it. Se- I am taking it seriously. Yeah. No, I was just, as you were talking, you were triggering a few thoughts for me. And one of the things about accountability too, is just, you know, like they say, uh, just showing up mm-hmm. is like, isn't that, it's more than half the battle, right? Mm-hmm. It's maybe 90% of it is just showing up, right? To do mm-hmm. the thing or to apply yourself. And then um, doing the work once you're, once you show up is it, the follow through of doing the work is not necessarily mm-hmm. the hard part. It's just getting yourself to go work out, getting yourself to, you know, put in some extra time toward a, a goal or a new business mm-hmm. or, um, you know, it's instead of reaching for, you know, a, a cheeseburger or something that, you know, isn't healthy for you or on the, on the program that you should be on instead eating something that's mm-hmm. going to help you with your goal. Um, some of it too is habitual. It's just breaking a bad habit. It's like sometimes we've been doing something a certain way for so long that, you know, just creating a new habit. It's like, there's so much resistance that goes on internally. And I think for me, um, with struggling with my weight loss and getting into shape again and building my core and doing all of that stuff was I needed to align myself with accountability coaches whom I felt were experts in their area and were going to hold me accountable. They were going to quote unquote, make me do it. They were going to make me make myself do it. And that's really, really what I needed at the end of the day. I had the ability to do it, but I tried to do it by myself Mm -hmm. and I was too uh, forgiving and I was too, um, I kept letting myself off the hook too, too easily. And you know, Oh, it's okay. You you know what? You had a rough day. You had a long day. You put in, you know, 16 hours. It's fine. You should have a piece of chocolate cake. It's fine. You know, now (laughs) there is a time and a place for chocolate cake, but when you're trying to lose weight, it's not necessarily Mm -hmm. right now. It's called deferred gratification. Mm -hmm. You know what you do in that case? What do you do? You give me your chocolate cake. I give you your chocolate (laughs) cake. I guess I'll give it to you. That way you don't eat it. You win. I get a piece of chocolate cake. I I win. 
It's perfect. <laughs> I could watch you eat it as long as I get well, to just smell mean. the cake oh, at least. That's mm, like torturous. It just no. seems that would, I would feel badly. I love me that. some chocolate cake in a really big way, and you know, I think we've mentioned chocolate cake in the majority of our than, episodes. More than we one really episode. Like <laughs> Very much so. But I want to say too, then also accountability can be in the, your business life mm-hmm. for a lot of different oh, things. Yeah. And we can talk about that. And also too, like your finances, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, yeah, that's a big one. That's a really big one. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Financial I accountability. I think that people make a lot of excuses mm-hmm. <laughs> because they want, they want the thing and it costs money and they would rather, I, you know, I always use Starbucks as the example because mm. And, and you, you are one of them. You love coffee. Yes, a lot I of do. people love coffee. A lot of people love Starbucks. They love to, that ritual of whether it's going in the store in the morning, they know their barista or the going through the drive through and mm-hmm. whatever it is, it's, they sort of get in that habit and they're spending, what, five plus dollars a day on coffee when, and, but then, and then they're struggling. They don't have a savings or they don't have this. So it's, you know, it's fine to splurge on things when you can, but if you're not saving money and I'm, I'm always a big, one of my big things is if you say you can't afford to save, there's a problem. You need to address your budget because you can't afford not to save, Mm -hmm. not to have a safety net, not to, you know, not that you have to be, you just can't live life or enjoy anything. But you have to be realistic with yourself about what you can afford and sometimes make what feels like a sacrifice. Maybe it means you have to make your coffee at home for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe it means... Or you go to Starbucks once a week. Right. Instead of every day. Mm-hmm. Or, I just want to say, I don't really drink a lot of fancy foo-foo drinks. I just drink a dollar sixty-five coffee of the day. <laughs> and... <laughs> kind of reasonable no whipped cream you don't need you know to justify saying? your decisions it's okay I'm throwing it out there but I don't go there every day I don't I go know. to Starbucks every but day you basically have your own Starbucks at I home, practically so. am a barista mm-hmm. it's like my hobby I even have a Starbucks apron <laughs> of course you do. I do I knew about the Starbucks sign in your house but I didn't know about the apron so yeah my parents flew you know. in last night and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, look at my new coffee maker. And my mom and dad were like, whoa. And I was like, look at it, froths milk. It does all this stuff. You know. But see, there are times, though, it. when, ma- so you just bought that fancy coffee maker. I was into it. And that's an investment. It's a one-time investment where you're spending a lot of money. However, that saves you money down the line because you're more excited to be at home. You can make it at home. Yes. And I find that that... Like I invest in kitchen gadgets. I've got my Instant Pot has been a lifesaver. I've got my Vitamix I've a lot about Instant Pots oh, lately. Love it. But part of it is, you know, there, there's a cost up front. Yeah. But it makes it, again, I know I've talked about food prep a lot, but that's one of those huge things. And talk about being accountable when you're trying to make healthy choices. Planning and making your own meals at home in advance gives you that motivation. You know, maybe you have to be accountable and make yourself three hours on a Sunday or whenever it is to lay that all out. But then the whole rest of the week, there's no reason to stop at that drive through and pick up the cheeseburger because you have a nice, healthy meal waiting for you at home right. that you will feel better choices. eating. It's all about the choices. Mm-hmm. Choices, choices. It's like every day... I mean, I think we talked about this on one of our first episodes. I think we make like 35,000 decisions, mm-hmm. choices a day. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. That's, yeah. that's you know... and. I think with um, accountability, it's a lot about the choice making. And again, it's just who who do you know? Who do you trust? Mm-hmm. Who can you reach out to 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 help 
you know, who, who could be your accountability buddy? Accountability buddy. That's a good word. I, I had to repeat that because that, that just sounded exciting. I learned buddy. that from my friend Carissa, oh, accountability buddy. She's like my it. walking accountability buddy. Mm-hmm. And, but no matter, you know, what it is that you're trying to be, um, I shouldn't say trying to be, no matter what you're working toward to create success for yourself and, and you're struggling with, I think it's being real with yourself. And sometimes you just can't go it alone. Sometimes you just need some support and you need somebody to, to you know, kick your booty a little bit. So who can that person be for you? Mm-hmm. What do you do out there? You know, all of our amazing viewers and listeners. See, look at how I'm getting the hang remember? of that. <laughs> People are watching and listening. Hey, uh, what do you do? You know, what's who's your accountability partner, your accountability mm-hmm. buddy, your accountability buddy, accountability buddy, I feel like you have to everybody say it, say it together. Accountability <laughs> buddy, accountability <laughs> buddy. Who's your accountability buddy? Who could be your accountability buddy? And are you the kind of person that could be an amazing accountability partner? Would you be able to help someone, you know, throw their excuses in the trash and mm-hmm. replace them with cans versus can'ts? You know, could you be that person for someone? I think that I could. No, you definitely could. You know, it's... Yeah. When I'm going to Google something while okay. you're talking. Go when, ahead. When we're talking about business, there is a, a structure that happens. Um, that there's... I'm sorry, I got distracted. No, I like, There's Go discussion going on. <laughs> sorry, um, I'm no, sorry. It is okay while well, you Google. Um, when, it, when you're setting your rates in business... There is a sort of, there's a psychology that comes into play when you're, that has a lot to do with accountability because, you know, sometimes if you set, you know, especially if you're in sort of a coaching situation or you're offering a service, it's a one-on-one kind of thing. If your prices are too low, you wait, everybody wastes their time because people don't show up. So, you know, I have a friend that was a personal trainer and she talks about this a lot where she was trying to offer competitive rates and then people just wouldn't show up and she would get really frustrated or she'd put together these meal plans, do all these things and she would get people to sign up but they wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. And then she had a mentor who just said, well, you need to double your prices. And she was like, well, but if I'm not getting clients at this lower price, how am I going to double it? But she doubled it. And then suddenly she was getting working, you know, people who were showing up and they were doing the work because now there was something at stake for them. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times that comes into play that, okay, I need to spend the money to make sure that I'm going to do it. And I found that in in my own business practices also, especially when I started offering the coaching and the business consulting, because sometimes people would be like, I just want an hour. And we would do an hour session and it'd be great. And they learned some things, but it was just an hour. And then it said, okay, but if you really want to transform your situation, you need to commit to three months. And that can be really scary for people. You know, that's a lot of money to spend for a short period of time. However, the ones who have committed to it, like they're all in it. And it's even like on the, the opposite with my friend Danny that I'm doing this with her. You know, I feel that the time, the investment is there. I know I need to do every, you know, at least listen to everything that she advises, try all the things because I, I spent money to invest in it. And I, I, that makes me accountable. Like, you know, sometimes for people, if it's, you know, 10 bucks, 20 bucks, they don't care if they right. lose it. But if it's but, a bigger investment, you know, if they somebody's do. giving you $1,000 or $3,000, yeah. it's very scary, 
but they're going to stick with it because it, mm-hmm. they're not going to let that go to waste. Totally. Amanda. Yes. We match our cow today. We match our cow. So what that means for those of you who are listening is on our desk, we have a purple cow. Yes. And you're wearing purple, um, horizontal stripes and I'm wearing purple vertical stripes. We did not plan our purpleness today. We did not plan our purpleness, but we are perfectly purple. In, in alignment with our with our cow, purple cow, what I looked up. Just sorry, I just had to mention it. That I was we're looking at you your cow and with our purpleness. You were talking. I was totally listening to you, but I was noticing. I was like, "Look at your purple. She, Look at my purple." She looks at me and she thinks cow. No, That's I what don't. I'm no, I was. Okay. I, I thought purple when I looked at you. But everything you're you are Amanda McEwen is so smart she had a lot of really important things to say I thought you were gonna say it was snarky because you I were am snarky <laughs> you were also snarky you were smart key snarky smart I was trying to do a word merge but it didn't work out it was a mashup that failed all right so accountability I looked up the actual definition of the word accountability um, from the world wide web on the World Wide Web, it says that it is the fact or condition of being accountable, responsibility. Responsibility. Ooh, that's a big word. And uh, answerability, um, obedience. Ooh, being obedient <laughs> to yourself. But it's all of that is to yourself. To yourself. And then, I mean, you can yep. be accountable. Really, you you can't be. Can you be accountable for somebody else? I don't. I don't really think so. Yeah, it's I mean, you know what it is. I think the whole idea. I think with having an accountability partner is, if you're not gonna be accountable to yourself, and you feel like you'll be more accountable to someone else, you that's your own way of saying look to yourself. Hey, self. I heart you. I, I'm going to do this for you, but it, I, have to, I have to do this for you via the way of this other thing. So I have to be accountable to them to be accountable to me. Is this that inner fairy voice that you talked yeah. about last this episode? Okay. I level with myself. I'm like, hey, self, this mm-hmm. is what's going on, okay? You might think that you're sneak attacking yourself. Well, you are because you think you're going to do sneak attack. It's like, I won't do this for me, but mm-hmm. like, I'll give you an example. I have some really great students who are very talented, who the more they audition, the more they book. And they say to me, Melissa Motes, I wish I was booking more voiceover work. And I say, you know what you need to do? You just need to be more consistent with your auditioning. Auditioning, And they say, I know, and I tell myself that every single day, but I'm just not doing it. And I say, what I would like is I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a deal with you. I want you to be accountable to me. I want you to check in with me every night and tell me how many auditions you did, what you did, but I may occasionally ask you for proof. I might Mm -hmm. say, I'm going to go log into your such and such account and see how many emails you submitted. Or I might say, prove it to me by sending me all the auditions that you did today. I want to listen to them, but they never know when I'm going to actually do that. Right. But what I notice is a lot of my students will actually start being extremely consistent with their auditioning. Mm -hmm. And then in turn, they start booking a lot more work because they feel like they owe it to me. Right. Right. I know they don't owe it to me, but I know that 
if they, if they feel that way in their heart, like, oh, I don't want to let Melissa down. I don't want to let my coach down. Mm -hmm. She's cheering for me and supporting me that they're just, they're doing this for themselves at the end of the day. But I, I know that. And I'm just, I'm totally cheering for them and I'm just trying to give them some support. So that's my way of doing a little accountability. But I also don't let them give me too many excuses. I have a couple of my students who say, oh, well, but I had to go to the bank today. Really? <laughs> okay. Well, if you had to go to the bank today, you should have said, I make deals with myself. That's mm -hmm. another thing I do with, with my auditioning and stuff. I go, you know what? I need to do this. And I, I also want to do that. But before I will mm -hmm. do these two things, I must complete X amount of auditions or X amount of admin work or something that I don't want to do. So I make deals with myself and that really helps me sometimes being an entrepreneur, being working from home, being a business owner. Sometimes we literally have to make little deals with ourselves oh, yeah. to, to, to get through the day. It's like you have to earn the fun stuff yeah. because you don't have a boss or somebody telling you and yep. it's really, but you should be most accountable to yourself because yep. I mean, it, it, it's your business. The better you do, the better you do. Absolutely. <laughs> so, no, but it's, but it's interesting though, how there mm -hmm. are times that you, you can get caught up in the, the cycle of going, oh, I yeah. just need, uh, you know, whatever. But, um, but I, I just have to say that, um, I really feel a responsibility to my students mm -hmm. and if they need me to be their accountability, Buddy, accountability, accountability buddy, accountability buddy. Yeah. I want to be. And so. if, if you don't necessarily have an accountability buddy, um, which happens, sometimes you just don't have mm -hmm. the people who are going to let you know when you're not doing well. Mm -hmm. You know, there's people, sometimes it's hard to find somebody that's really going to be the proper level of accountability that mm -hmm. you need. So sometimes you do have to rely on yourself to be accountable to yourself. Yeah. And so sometimes you were talking about making deals with yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, I set myself deadlines. I know that they're not real. There's nobody else saying you need to do this by such and such a time. I do that for myself because it is, it's again in my head, I need to get this done by that time. And it just mm -hmm. keeps the motivation there a little bit more to think, and like you said, sometimes giving yourself a reward, it's like, okay, you know, if it's, you know, I have to create social media content or something that I don't love doing, it's like, okay, but if you get X amount of posts done now, you know, you can go do this thing. And it's sort of, it's bargaining. It definitely yeah. is bargaining with yourself, but it's, and it's not really tricking, but you just have to set a foundation, sort of give yourself structure. And I know that's the thing that so many people hate. They don't want routine. They don't want structure. I got into business for myself, so I didn't have all those things, but you still need some of it because if you're just kind of going where the wind takes you, that's great for some things, but you really are only going to focus on the things that you love doing and all that other stuff. And a lot of what I deal with in business is people who pushed away all that stuff, the bookkeeping, the taxes and licenses and all the paperwork that everyone hates. She just that, pointed at me when she said paperwork. I don't know why. Because you hate it. And I know that. Everybody know. knows that. But, I know I do. You know, I sort of take them when they've let something go, sometimes for months, sometimes for years. I've worked with people that come to me and they're several years in and they've put a few things in their bookkeeping software and they don't know how much money they're making. They don't know how much money they're spending mm -hmm. because it's not fun. And then it's sometimes it's that you need to talk to somebody 
who's going to help shift your perspective of it that maybe yeah. this isn't the fun part but if you why but why is it important and it's yeah. important because if you don't know your financial situation you don't know what you have coming in and when you're self-employed it's different. Budgeting is way different because you don't have a set salary where you're saying, okay, I'm making this much. So here's how I can allocate it. You have to start with, I need to make at least this much to cover my baseline and then figure out, okay, but if I make more than that, then what can I get? And you sort of have to mm -hmm. do it in the reverse. And that can be really overwhelming for people because mm. Business fluctuates. You can go from having a really busy, really fruitful month to nothing at all. Crickets chirping. Yeah. And well, you have to be prepared for both because yeah. you don't have that regular salary coming in. Like mm -hmm. it's, you know. Well, so one, one thing too that I want to say, just you triggered a thought for me is I always say like with my voiceover students, um, with all things being equal, people who have really trained and honed their craft and have really good skills, it's like you'll get out of it what you're willing to put into mm -hmm. it. And if you're super inconsistent at anything that you're doing, you're going to get an inconsistent result. But if you are consistent in what you're doing, you will create a consistent result. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like if you're eating healthy and you're exercising and you're doing what you need to be doing, you're, you're going to, you know, have your body is going to feel good. Mm -hmm. It's going to perform better. Um, if you're trying to lose the weight, that's just going to happen as a result of that consistent, you know, doing, you know, what you need to do. Um, for me with my, my business mindset with, um, running the voice actor studio, um, mentoring people, um, and voice acting, I feel a huge level of responsibility to myself mm -hmm. and a huge um, amount of responsibility to my students. I feel invested in every single one of them. I want to see them all do really, really well. And I know you feel very invested in the clients and mm -hmm. people that you work with too. And it's one of those things where it's like every single day, I hold myself accountable for so many things. I, I hold myself accountable for, um, you know, doing a great job in all my performance with all of my voiceover clients. Um, I hold myself accountable to audition every single day. I hold myself accountable to interact with my students. I'm writing emails all the time to, you know, the voice actors who attend workshops at the studio um, to just give out good nuggets and also inspiration and guidance. And I literally, it's part of it is it's it's a huge responsibility mm -hmm. that I feel to myself and I pride myself on if I tell somebody that I'm going to do something I want to do it yep. and I want to do it really well and with everything that I've got mm -hmm. so it's interesting that I'll let myself off the hook on certain things like for me it was just my exercise and my diet that was just mm -hmm. the thing that I couldn't get I couldn't get a grip on it it was like man I am so like you know, just on top of my stuff, you know, in so many other areas of my life. But there, there might be that one weak area, that one thing that you just can't, you know, get a handle on. It's okay. You know, it's okay. We can't all be awesome at every single aspect of our lives. I mean, some people, I guess, can be, but <laughs> I mean, I don't know anybody who doesn't have a, a weak spot. Right. Um, but it comes back to, you were talking about, you being a solution, you know, for so many people, I think if, if you're not amazing at it, you know, that, that's another thing. Find yes. people, find people who mm -hmm. are amazing at it, who can help 
support you and stuff so you can be awesome at the things that you want to be awesome at, you know, it's a little side note. (laughs) You said, uh, you know, something about that responsibility and Mm -hmm. your word. And that's what triggered, because I always say that my biggest commodity is my word. So if I say that I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it because without that, there's, there's no trust. Like Mm -hmm. your word becomes meaningless. And that's so important to me that, you know, and sometimes things come up, you have to be forgiving in that way. But there are people who are just sort of flaky in mm-hmm. general, make plans with somebody and then back out, you know, just because they don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. I, I understand the temptation. You know, there are times when I don't want to go out. I would rather just stay you show home. up to every party. If I, I say that I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And I think yeah. because I just had that accountability to the people that are relying on me and that mm-hmm. whether it's friends, that's family, that's clients, whatever it is. And it, especially mm-hmm. in the business world, you know, there's a in production, the thing that happens sometimes is you might be booked on a job and then another job comes up and there are people who are like, oh, well, this job pays more, so I'm going to cancel on the first job that I was booked for. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't do that because I feel like if I gave you my word, I'm going to be there. doesn't mean I'm not going to ask mm-hmm. if there's a possibility to be flexible, but if there's not, you got my word first, I'm going to turn down this other job. Yeah. And that's how I built the loyalty with some of my clients yeah. because they know Trust like maybe I turned down a three-day high-paying job to do their half-day yeah. project, but they know that they can count on me, which I just find to it's me so is very important. And when you're a business owner... Trust is everything mm-hmm. and your word is everything and follow through. It's kind of like, I'm, I'm paraphrasing a quote. I love quotes, but it has to do with like, you know, you, it, you can work for an entire lifetime to build someone's trust. And in just a moment mm-hmm. you can, you know, damage that, you know, or it can be lost forever. Um, but I think for me too, both of us, I know both of us are that way. I mean, mm-hmm. we're both very much, um, you know, you know, we, we, we stick to what we say we're going to do. So, so, you know, do what you say you're going to do and follow through for sure. Don't be flaky. I mean, that's definitely a, a way don't to, be flaky. don't be flaky, uh, hashtag don't be flaky. <laughs> that's a way to just not get, you know, repeat clients in, in your world. Mm-hmm. And then I also say, you know, trust yourself. You know, I trust myself fully on everything that I do, except if chocolate cake is involved. <laughs> I have but zero. I, I already solved that for you. You just give it to me. I know. It's a I win know. win. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing. I just wanted to, I have one more point. Please. And then I'll, I'll I want to hear quiet, it. I want to hear it. You said something that made me think about it. When we're talking about habits and consistency, I think it's important to remember that it's really hard in the beginning. Oh yeah. That's the worst it's ever going to be. If you have not exercised in two years and you start a workout plan that first day, not going to be fun. You're going to feel it. You're going to feel it for probably days afterwards. You got to push through it. If you're starting a new diet, you might feel hungry or you might, you know, just, there's a lot of mental connection to food that, you know, makes you think that you want to eat things, even if you're not hungry. There's, it's all very difficult because you're, you're changing. You're used to one way. Now suddenly you're doing something different and it's confusing internally and externally. But if you stay with it, you develop those new habits, you're consistent with it. It doesn't have to, it gets easy. It's just like if you're practicing whatever it is, the first time you play an instrument, chances are it's not great. 
there's some, you know, squealing sounds or some screeching or just some bad chords being hit. It's going to get ugly Something. before it gets but better. <laughs> if you play a little bit every day, you get better. And then you're not really going to remember how hard it was in the beginning because mm-hmm. that doesn't matter anymore. It's funny how after we do become strong at something, we mm-hmm. do forget about how messy things right. were in, in the very mm-hmm. beginning. As long as you right. stay consistent with it, because, and, and even that means if you messed up one day, it doesn't mean you just give up entirely. Just jump right back in the next day. And here's Forgive another, yourself for it. Right. And keep going. But then, you know, it's, the, it's when you just give up and say, oh, I just can't do it. Then right. the next time you're ready to make a change, you have to start back at square one when it was so hard. Here's another thing too, for like, with accountability, with like getting started with something new or something that, you know, is a struggle for you. One of my little tricks, mind games that I do with myself is like, I'm just not in the mood to work out today. Or I just, I don't feel like going for a hour long walk. I'll say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go do, I'm just going to go for a 10 minute walk. Just going to go, I'm just going to get started. I'm just going to go do this for a little bit. And then I know that just getting out the door is the Mm -hmm. hard part. And once I go, I go, well, I've already walked 10 minutes. Let me just walk 10 more. (laughs) And then, you know, but then before I know it, I'm doing the thing that I needed to do. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if it's something like, um, you know, work related, forcing yourself to get accountable with, you know, um, I don't know what would be a good example. I'm trying to think of something like, for me, it would be like sitting down and writing the descriptions of our podcast. <laughs> hey, here's me. This is what I did the other day. Because Amanda and I, sharing the Womanpreneur podcast responsibilities, she's like, do you want to write the descriptions so the fine people of the world who are going to interact with us know what these episodes are about? And I said, yes, I will write them. And then I started to go, oh, We've already done like so many episodes. I got to write all these things. And I thought, you know what, Melissa Motes, you are going to just write one. You are going to do a fine job. This is my internal dialogue. Well, because it was either that or you could track our expenses. And I didn't think you wanted to do that. So I was definitely not going to track our expenses. So as I said, I was like, I will happily write these. But when you look at the big thing, it gets a little overwhelming. Mm -hmm. So I just started with one. And guess what? I wrote like three. There you go. Hey. <laughs> um, I want to know what the positivity ball has to say. <laughs> Pab. Pab. Positive affirmation ball. I, I almost couldn't say affirmation. I don't know. What question are you asking it today? Um, Pab. I love that she's my sweet you, You've friend. taken on Pab. Aw, Pab. Such a swell... <laughs> Pab. Um, I want to know, did we make, did we express ourselves well today talking about accountability? Did it, did it, did it connect? Did, Did some good nuggets come out? Brilliant idea. Oh, see, I like this thing. This thing is, but we're, we're only going to be able to keep it around for so long before we're going to run out of no, affirmations. We're no, we're we don't want to get too repetitive. Like, what, what about when we're in episode 83? Because we've already been accountable and we did the first one. And well, we've done the second the magic, one and the third the one. Yes or no <laughs> magic eight ball. Is it amazing? How do you feel, Pab, about the fact that Amanda and I both wore purple today? What do you, what, what's the thought about that? <laughs> Look on the bright side. 
not so bright, but that's okay. Uh, while you're shaking this ball over here, I just yeah. want to remind everybody to check out our website at thewomanpreneurpodcast.com. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter. But we've actually started a Facebook group, so it's the Womanpreneur Podcast community. That's where you know people are discussing our episodes, our topics. Yeah. You know, we really want your feedback. The discussions are, are becoming very important for us because we want to know what your thoughts are, what about you need, wh- what, what we're talking about, what you'd like us to talk about. Yeah. How are you being accountable? How do you help other people become accountable? Yeah. Let us know. We want to keep the conversations going and we want to mm-hmm. know your thoughts. We want to know your amazing tips and things that you're doing that work for you. We're just kind of casually sharing things that work for us and just trying to put some, some goodness and some sparkles out in the world. Some sparkles out in the world. Yeah. Melissa Moat's sparkles, do, they, they are magical. They're Sometimes powerful. she tells me, I'm sending sparkles out there for you and then great things happen. So My sparkles are, they're but seriously no joke. She's, you know, she's a pretty good accountability buddy. I just I wanted to solid. see how fast I could say accountability. Accountability buddy. is good. So I'm done. Let's say it together in unison. Okay. One, two, three. Accountability buddy. <laughs> that was fun right there. Good We're fun. Living large. Okay. So I just want to say, uh, don't forget, find somebody who could be a great partner for you if you need one. Um, and I always like to try to. I know. <laughs> I like I like to do a wrap up at the end. Like you know, to do a wrap up. I it's, just decide I'm done, and then I stop talking and put it all on you. <laughs> well, it's like this. I talk to my brother on the phone every day. Mm-hmm. My older brother, we're really close. We we talk for like good 15, 20 minutes, and then at the end, one of us one of us kicks off the wrap up. It's basically where we just kind of wrap up all the ideas. We kind of just recap what we said. I don't know why we both feel like this needs. It's so formal it's for a conversation. Formal. We do it every single time we talk. When my brother and I are texting, we just, one of us just stops yeah. and that's how we the conversation ends. My brother and I, we need like this, we need this like major resolve. And so he's like, well, it was really nice talking to you today. I'm glad you had a really good day. Yeah, I had fun at the rodeo. He went to a rodeo. He lives in Austin. And I I'm like, cool. He's like, I hope you have a great class tonight. Hope we'll talk to you tomorrow. You know, it's like a really good proper wrap up. I'm more just cut it off. We're done. Bye. <laughs> I don't feel like that's right. See? <laughs> you can't help it. You you will keep talking until you feel like you've hit that point of closure. All right, let me show you how we do okay. it. So we're super happy that you all <laughs> This is a podcast that will never end. <laughs> but you're still Hold with on. us. So Hold on, I'm going to do a that. proper wrap Okay, up. I'm going to be quiet and stop I'm laughing. super happy that you tuned in today. We hope that you feel great about accountability. <laughs> and <laughs> peace out. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in to the Womanpreneur Podcast. Until next time, you've got this.